Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. We are finishing the book of Proverbs today by reading chapters 30 and 31. The sayings of Agur, son of Jekai, contain this message. I am weary, O God. I am weary and worn out, O God. I am too stupid to be human, and I lack common sense. I have not mastered human wisdom, nor do I know the Holy One. Who but God goes up to heaven and comes back down? Who holds the wind in his fists? Who wraps up the oceans in his cloak? Who has created the whole world, whole wide world? What is his name and his son's name? Tell me if you know. Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to all who come to him for protection. Do not add to his words, or he may rebuke you and expose you as a liar. O oh God, I beg two favors from you. Let me have them before I die. First, help me never to tell a lie. Second, give me neither poverty nor riches. Give me just enough to satisfy my needs. For if I grow rich, I may deny you and say, Who is the Lord? And if I am too poor, I may steal and thus insult God's holy name. Never slander a worker to the employer, or the person will curse you and you will pay for it. Some people curse their father and do not thank their mother. They are pure in their own eyes, but they are filthy and unwashed. They look proudly around, casting disdainful glances. They have teeth like swords and fangs like knives. They devour the poor from the earth and the needy from among humanity. The leech has two, has two suckers that cry out, More! More! There are three things that are never satisfied. No, four that are never say enough. The grave, the barren womb, the thirsty desert, the blazing fire. The eye that mocks a father and despises a mother's instructions will be plucked out by ravens in the valley and eaten by the vultures. There are three things that amaze me, no, four things that I do not understand. How an eagle glides through the sky, how a snake slithers on a rock, how a ship navigates the ocean, how a man loves a woman. An adulterous woman consumes a man, then wipes her mouth and says, what's wrong with that? There are three things that make the earth tremble. No, four it cannot endure. A slave who becomes a king, an overbearing fool who prospers, a bitter woman who finally gets a husband, a servant girl who supplants her mistress. 
There are four things on earth that are small but unusually wise. Ants. They aren't strong, but they store up food all summer. Hyraxes. They aren't powerful, but they make their homes among the rocks. Locusts. They have no king, but they march in formation. Lizards. They are easy to catch, but they are found even in the king's palaces. There are three things that walk with stately stride. No, four that strut about. The lion, king of animals, who won't turn aside for anything. The strutting rooster. The male goat. A king as he leads his army. If you have been a fool by being proud or plotting evil, cover your mouth in shame. As the beating of cream yields butter and striking the nose causes bleeding, so stirring up anger causes quarrels. The sayings of King Lemuel contain this message which his mother taught him. O my son, O son of my womb, O son of my vows, do not waste your strength on women, on those who ruin kings. It is not for kings, O Lemuel, to guzzle wine. Rulers should not crave alcohol. For if they drink, they may forget the law and not give justice to the oppressed. Alcohol is for the dying, and wine for those in bitter distress. Let them drink to forget their poverty and remember their troubles no more. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. Ensure justice for those being crushed. Yes, speak up for the poor and the helpless, and see that they get justice. Who can find a virtuous and capable wife? She is more precious than rubies. Her husband can trust her, and she will greatly enrich his life. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She finds wool and flax and busily spins it. She is like a merchant's ship, bringing her food from afar. She gets up from before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plan for the day's work for her servant girls. She goes to inspect a field and buys it. With her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She is energetic and strong, a hard worker. She makes sure her dealings are profitable. Her lamp burns late into the night. Her hands are busy spinning thread, her fingers twisting fiber. She extends a helping hand to the poor and opens her arms to the needy. She has no fear of winter for her household, for everyone has warm clothes. She makes her own bedspreads. She dresses in fine linen and purple gowns. Her husband is well known at the city gates where he sits with the other civic leaders. She makes belted linen garments and sashes to sell to the merchants. 
She is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. When she speaks, her words are wise, and she gives instructions with kindness. She carefully watches everything in her household and suffers nothing from laziness. Her children stand and bless her. Her husband blesses her. There are many virtuous and capable women in the world, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful, and beauty does not last. But a woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. Reward her for all that she has done. Let her deeds publicly declare her praise. Sometimes in the wisdom literature, we see that women are not always highly esteemed. Often in the Proverbs, we see that that those women that are called adulterists are warned about. But here at the end of Proverbs, we see praise for the virtuous woman. How can this be? Well, it's very simple. We all realize that there are some women that are virtuous and some that follow the Lord. And then there are some that are foolish and go their own ways. This is not just a woman thing. Men do the same thing. There are men who serve the Lord and are wise, and there are women who are wise and serve the Lord. And likewise, there are men who are foolish and do not serve the Lord, and there are women who also do foolish things. So rather than looking at this as an indictment or as a universal praise for one or the other, we recognize that it is in the works that we do that determines if we are virtuous or not. Truly, that is the message of Proverbs. But as we conclude this this book of the scriptures, we see that it is in the actions that people see that we can see if we are virtuous or not. doesn't matter, again, if you're a man or a woman. What matters is, what are you going to do? What's your life going to look like? Hopefully, we will be called virtuous as well. That we will serve the Lord. And perhaps, as the writer of this last chapter of Proverbs says that they will, this woman, this virtuous woman, will be declared by praise. Hopefully, in reality, that any praise that would come on any woman or any man is not praise for themselves, but it is reflecting the Lord. May we be found virtuous, not only in the Lord's sight, but in those that are looking at us at all times. May our actions match what we say we believe. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. 
Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.